0: What's up, family? You are tuned into Law & Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Jesse Strauss. We talk regularly on these airwaves about the modern rise of white supremacy in this country. Today we're gonna explore the direct connection between that movement and the Hindu supremacist political movement that has grown and gained traction certainly within India but has also found a stronghold among conservative Hindus in the US who have built close allied relationships with famed white supremacists like, for example, Steve Bannon, who is an honorary chairman of the Republican Hindu coalition. With that said, the Hindu supremacist movement, also referred to as Hindutva, has a hold in a variety of political organizations. Here we're going to discuss the impact of one of those specific groups, the World Hindu Council, or in Hindi, the VHP, following a report published earlier this week called The Global VHP's Trail of Violence, coming from Savera, which is a multiracial, interfaith, anti-caste coalition of Indian Americans and partners standing together in the fight against the rise of transnational far-right. We're joined this morning by Safa Ahmed an editor of that report as well as the associate director of media and communications with the Indian American Muslim Council Safa thank you for joining us
1: Thank you for having me
0: Very happy to have you with us For folks who are new to this conversation who are not familiar with Hindu nationalism and Hindu supremacy at bare basics what is the Hindutva movement what is Hindu nationalism and specifically in relation to your report what is the World Hindu Council or the VHP?
1: Sure. So I'll start with defining Hindutva or um, as our organization likes to define it, Hindu supremacy. Um, a lot of people might have heard it uh, defined as Hindu nationalism, but we prefer the term Hindu supremacy because of how closely it parallels um other ideologies uh, that are like similar to white supremacy. Uh, So as a very basic uh, definition, Hindu supremacy or Hindutva is a political ideology that emphasizes the absolute hegemony of Hindus over all other Indians, especially Muslims and Christians. And Hindu supremacists in India believe that India should not be a secular democracy, but a Hindu ethnostate. And the current Indian government is working to create this fascist state by legalizing anti-minority discrimination and amplifying hate speech and calls for mass violence and genocide against minorities, but specifically against Muslims. And uh, the reason why this is important to know for an American context is because there are Hindu supremacists. In the United States, they exist in the diaspora, and they carry these uh, very similar traits to white supremacists. You know, both ideologies are racist. They believe in the superiority of their race over other races. Uh, they're anti-minority, they're anti-Muslim, anti-black, anti-civil liberties, um, and they see themselves as the victims of you know the my mi- the minority. Um, they see themselves as the victor, the victims of. supposed pandering to or the appeasement of um, people who are underprivileged. And in many ways, they are anti-democracy because they work actively to restrict free speech, um, roll back protections for minorities and interfere in democratic processes. Uh, So Hindu supremacy in many ways does parallel uh, white supremacy and other elements of the American far right
0: so the report that you were involved in editing and writing is focused specifically on an organization called the world hindu council or the vhp why did you choose to focus on that organization and what role does it play specifically in the broader hindu nationalist movement
1: so the vhp has an american wing Uh, the vhp is an indian um, militant organization Um, It's a very well-established militant organization uh, that has presence all throughout India and it has links uh, with many violent um, acts throughout India. So uh, it has a long and bloody history of being involved in riots, in massacres, uh, in the demolition of the sacred spaces of minorities. Um, And their presence isn't just limited to India. They have a wing that's operating in the U.S. called the VHPA, the Vish Hindu Parishad of America. Um, And the reason why we chose to focus on the VHPA for this report um, and by extension the VHP is because this is one of the oldest established Hindu supremacist organizations in the United States. Uh, It does have uh, a very long history of being active, of having uh, interactions with white supremacists in the U.S. Um, It has influence in certain spaces. It has been... uh, represented in interfaith uh, conversations. It sometimes even made its presence known uh, in uh, leftist circles as well. And so we wanted to make sure that we identify that, hey, this is one of the motherships, if you will, of Hindu supremacy in the United States. This is one of the sources of its spread uh, throughout America. And we wanted to make sure that you know people of all backgrounds who are opposed to any form of supremacy know that this is one of the groups that does work with the uh, overall American right to roll back some of those democratic protections that we have in our country.
0: So you mentioned that in some cases, the VHPA or Hindu nationalism has found a home amongst some leftist communities here in the U.S. Can you talk a little bit more about that and and what that uh, connection could look like?
1: Sure. Uh, So it's more of in a language uh, sort of way. So these groups are more commonly they ally with the far right, which I'll talk more about in a bit. Uh, but their language um, and the language that they use to kind of normalize themselves and their ideology in the United States uh, does mirror the language of social justice in many cases. And that's why they've evaded detection uh, by so many uh, you know, people in those spaces. So, for example, they'll talk about how in India, Hindus are under threat. They're working towards decolonization from, you know, the reign of Muslims, uh, which happened, you know, hundreds of years ago. Uh, they'll talk about, you know, uh, representing Hindu rights, um, protecting the civil liberties of Hindus, uh, when in reality they are protecting this very specific vision of Hinduism or Hindu nationalism that prioritizes, you know, uh, the Brahmin caste, which is, quote-unquote, the privileged or upper caste Hindus, it is most certainly not representative of all Hindus in the United States or India or anywhere in the world. Uh, but the language that they use to normalize themselves often does mirror the language of social justice that is used in leftist spaces.
0: And some of that language that you're describing really reminds me of what we hear from white supremacists and white nationalists here in the U.S. around people feeling threatened in their identities, threatened in their spaces by this kind of creation of a of a terrifying other we hear Chance from places like Charlottesville, the Jews will not replace us. I'm wondering if you can talk about the direct relationship between Hindu nationalists and white supremacists here in the US.
1: So, Hindu supremacists and white supremacists, they do have partnerships across a couple of different spheres. One of them, as you mentioned, uh, there is that relationship with Steve Bannon. I think one of the main people we can point to as, uh, you know, Someone who Hindu supremacists have shown affinity towards is former President Donald Trump, who is, of course, up for re-election again and who has uh, repeatedly shown sympathies uh, with white supremacists and white nationalist groups in the U.S. Um, And as an example, uh, Hindu supremacist groups in the United States played a role in welcoming Prime Minister Narendra Modi in the U.S., uh, during a visit a few years back, uh, where they also platformed Donald Trump as a speaker. The event was called Haldi Modi, held in Texas, and the crowd was just as hyped for Donald Trump as they were for Modi. But in other spaces, um, and specifically with regards to the VHPA, um, they've worked with and platformed a couple of different uh, white supremacist actors. Laura Loomer is one of them, who is recognized as a far-right conspiracy theorist. There have been collaborations on projects that white supremacists have taken on such as the campaign against uh, affirmative action. Um, There's one VHP affiliate Manga Anandatmula who uh, actively was a part of the campaign to push back against affirmative action. Um, VHP affiliates tweeted quite happily when affirmative action uh, was overturned by the Supreme Court and again with the far right's hatred for minorities uh, they're are similar uh, calls for hate speech against minorities. The VHPA is very deeply anti-Muslim. The VHPA's uh, one of their websites, has put up the hashtag Stop Islamic Immigration. Similar causes that white supremacists often take up are frequently mirrored by the Hindu supremacists, and in this case, specifically the VHPA
0: the report that you were involved in publishing came from a group called severa which is a coalition of multiracial interfaith anti-caste indian americans and partners i'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about that formation severa and what it means to coalesce on the left in the context of these powerful hindu nationalist movements that are growing in the u.s
1: Sure. So first of all, um, our coalition formed because we actually believe that uh, the Hindu nationalist uh, or Hindu supremacist coalitions aren't actually that strong. And we believe uh, with a lot of conviction that they don't represent the majority of the uh, Indian-American diaspora. Uh, So when we were founding Savera, we thought, you know, as a core group of uh, Indian-American, South Asian-American, uh, civil rights groups, um, advocacy groups. Uh, we wanted to obviously combat the rising uh, tide of anti-minority hate in the U.S. as a whole, but we were very focused on what specific voice we can bring to this conversation. And uh, we saw that there's not enough conversation happening around Hindu supremacy, despite the fact that it has become very much interwoven with white supremacy in several spaces. Uh, so for us, this is a movement to reclaim uh, the voice of uh, Indian Americans uh, to say that, hey, these supremacist groups don't speak for us. Uh, Any politicians that might align uh, with Hindu supremacist values or with, uh, you know, conservative values, they don't speak for the majority of Indian Americans. And we wanted to present ourselves as, you know, Savera means a new dawn. Um, And we wanted to show that, hey, we are going to be the new dawn in the, Indian American and South Asian American community.
0: Well, Safa, I want to thank you for joining us. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. Um, I want to invite you, if you have any one last comment that you wanted to uh, contribute around the findings from the report, this report is called the Global VHP's Trail of Violence from Savera, which Safa was just describing for us.
1: So I really want to direct uh, any casual listeners to head to our website, which is wearesevera.org and to take a look at uh, the report's findings, Uh, even if you go to the first few pages and you look at our uh, our foreword, and you'll see in the very beginning that we have people from all different backgrounds talking about how important it is that Hindu supremacy be called out in the United States. And I'd really encourage... Any listeners to go become educated about hindu supremacy through this report uh, to understand what it is what it looks like uh, what the vhpa and you know similar groups are trying to push for in this country along with the white supremacist right and to understand that the first step towards uh, combating these ideologies is being able to recognize them and understand them so i hope that uh, listeners will take a look at the report and spread it widely
0: And if you're listening and want to check that report out, you can find a link to that on our website. That's kpfa.org, or you can go to Savera's website, wearesavera.org. Safa, thank you so much for joining us this morning.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And that's the voice of Safa Ahmed, Associate Director of Media and Communications with the Indian American Muslim Council.
2: You've been listening to Law & Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive.